love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. Don't you just love a good love story? Love is like that. It's the light that is part of your life. It's unconditional. There's something there for all of us. There's hope that we can get through this and find some joy in our lives. He's always been the one. Self-love is a love story too. Those little sparks of joy are really important. Imagine someone making your biggest dream come true. It's important for people to understand that you're not alone. We love to be part of a Canadian love story. The love story never ends. Well, love is the most important thing. I feel like she walks with me as I journey through life every single day. She would drop everything in a heartbeat to be there for any of her nieces, nephews, sisters, you name it. She had so many stories, like that, so many wonderful stories about how we should find the good and see the good and always experience and embrace the good around us because there's always good around us. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week on the Canadian Love Map, we are celebrating Mother's Day. But it's not just about moms. A maternal figure can be biological, but they can also be a family friend or even a mentor who helped contribute to the person you are today. Of course, for some, Mother's Day can be an emotional time if that special person is no longer with us, but whose spirit may still be guiding us through life. These are relationships that shape us and memories that last forever. In this special episode, we hear from our Love Map listeners and some past guests sharing their messages of love and gratitude. This is a Canadian Love Map. Hi, it's Joe Napier. I'm the founder of the Great Women Portrait Project. And oh, my mom, I love, love, love the fact that my mom encouraged me to have confidence in my own creativity. Just my life, she completely changed my life by giving me that gift. And uh, she's not physically with me anymore, but boy, she's in the studio. Happy Mother's Day to my mom, Kim McIver. Thanks for always taking care of our family, and hopefully the Oilers can win you a cup this year as a present. My name is Ingrid Dion, and I am calling to talk about my mom. Um, My mom and I are super close. I would call her one of my best friends, and it's always been that way, even when I was a kid and when I was a teenager and now as an adult. um, We have a lot in common. We're both pretty opinionated, maybe a little bit bossy. We're both redheads, uh, so we're a little fiery, but that never really stood between us. We've always gotten along really well. When I was a teenager, she used to take me to rock shows, some she enjoyed more than others. (laughs) And uh, I can remember one time she took me to a rock show and she uh, stayed out in the 
in the lobby because she didn't want to come in to uh, listen to the heavy music. Um, but as she was out in the lobby, a, a young man came up to her and yelled at her, do you like Slayer? And sh her response was, I'm not sure. And afterwards she asked me, um, you know, do, do you think I, I would like Slayer? And I said, no, mom, you, you don't like Slayer. You wouldn't like Slayer. <laughs> When I had my son, motherhood didn't really come super easily to me. I definitely struggled in those early days and was diagnosed with a little bit of baby blues. Um, and I remember going to see the doctor and the doctor asked me what made me feel better when I, when I felt kind of down in the dumps. And I said being with my mom made me feel better. And he said, well, you should spend more time with your mom. I'm not sure how much she liked that, but she definitely took care of me and my son a whole lot in those early days. When my son was three years old, I became a single mom. And again, my mom came in and she helped us get through those days when I had to work three jobs just to get by. Uh, she would pick my son up after school and feed us both supper. Uh, I could not have gotten through those days without her either. I still live about a 12 minute walk from my mom and uh, she still plays a huge role in my life and my son's life. And I just feel so fortunate to have her around. Hi, I'm Jody Guthrow, daughter of Kim Guthrow. And to be honest, I truly find it hard to find the words to express the gratitude I have for my mom. Growing up, I definitely did not realize what it takes to keep a household running so smoothly. And even in the hardest and loneliest of times, Mom made everything feel so loving and so safe. Not only was she the backbone of our immediate family, but she still is and always has been the pillar to our entire extended family as well. She would drop everything in a heartbeat to be there for any of her nieces, nephews, sisters, you name it. I might be a little biased, but in my eyes, she is the smartest, kindest, most caring, goofy, beautiful mother on the planet, and I love her with all I have. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Hi, my name's Connor, and I'm just reaching out today because I wanted to touch base and speak a little bit about my mom. So my mom was born in Sydney, Cape Breton, and she has six other siblings. Uh, so she lived with those six siblings and her parents in a three-bedroom uh, off of George Street in Sydney, Cape Breton for years. And, and as you can imagine, it was quite a close-quarter scenario, a lot of sharing of bedrooms and a lot of sharing of things. But I think that instilled in her at a very early age the importance of family and the importance of things like respect and compassion and understanding and maybe just a little bit of compromise here and there as well. I'm really grateful to my mom because I think she instilled those same values in me and my siblings. You know, Family and friends are, are very important to me and my siblings. We, we form really close relationships with the people in our lives. And I think a lot of that comes from the example that my mom set. You know, she taught us certainly how to 
be friendly and how to be courteous, but she also taught us how to trust people and how to be vulnerable with people and maybe taught us which people are better to be vulnerable in front of than others. Because there's an element of keeping yourself safe, too, that she always wanted to make sure that we understood. I remember her telling me to guard my heart whenever I was going out on a first date with anyone. I think another thing that I'm really grateful for in terms of my mom and, and, and my, my family in general is how much acceptance and love I was met with when I came out as queer. And a number of years later, I would introduce my mom to my now partner, and he was met with the most acceptance and, and love and respect. And today, he's a fully-fledged member of my family. I'm really grateful for that because I acknowledge that that's not everybody's story, and I'm so privileged that it's mine. And I'm so privileged to have a mother who respects me and my choices and my life. She loves me just the same as she always has, and I'll always, always be grateful for that. So to you, Mom, I say cheers. I love you to death. Hi there, this is Mary Janet McDonald from Tunes and Wooden Spoons. I had many mothers in my life. I had three, in fact. Number one was my mother who gave birth to me and mothered me for three short years before cervical cancer claimed her. I feel like she walks with me as I journey through life every single day. And I give my utmost love and respect to her for the strength she had in finding me and my brother second mothers in our lives to raise us. To my second mother, who had already raised six children of her own and at the age of 50, imagine, took me on as her seventh child. She instilled in me my faith and taught me the old ways of our culture, really amazing respect for our Cape Breton Gaelic culture in music, dance, and song. And she always helped me have respect for our neighbor, no matter where they lived, to be good community people. And she, she was the epitome of that. And to my third mother, who was my mother-in-law, she shared with me all her favorite old-fashioned recipes. And she just loved to invite me over for tea. She was the mother to 13 and the second youngest is my husband Cecil. But she was not only my mother-in-law, she was my true friend. And to all of these mothers in my life, I am eternally grateful. And not to forget, to all of my daughters who are mothers and to all my daughters-in-law who are mothers, they are the very best at this role in life. And I'm really so thankful for each and every one of them. So happy Mother's Day to all, and uh, just know that I love you. Bye-bye. We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centres. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. 
The folks at Charm Diamond Centers are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. Hi, this is Dorian Burns Coin, son to Susanna Burns of Halifax, Nova Scotia. If there's one thing I love about my mom uh, that I'm grateful for, it's that she's always encouraged me to do what I love. And no matter how wild or crazy my ambitions have been, uh, she's always wanted me to pursue what makes me happy, what uh, lights me up inside. And it's uh, really a, a blessing for a number of reasons, not just for my own personal pursuits, but because it's made me more open and inclusive as a person as a whole. Um, and I think that's done me a lot of good in life. And I think the world would be a better place if we had a lot more of that. Um, and I could probably speak for hours about all the things that I love about my mom, but I think that thing is the, the one that stands out and I love her for it. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Hi, Nancy. It's Neville McKay here. I just want to tell you a couple of stories about my dear mom who passed away last fall. I learned so much about life and, and the importance of being kind to others through my mom. In fact, I've got a, a little hashtag going now share joy because her name was joy david reminded me not very long ago he said you know he said every time we sat down for for a meal and she would say grace she always ended it with be forever mindful of the needs of others and that's something that that neither one of us have ever forgotten the importance of being forever mindful of the needs of others and she taught us that everyone and everything is important i'll tell you a quick little story when i was growing up we would look around the garden every day Every day, summer and winter, spring and fall, rain and snow, it didn't matter. And we'd look to see what was blooming, what wasn't blooming, what's going to bloom, what's alive, what's dead, what we're going to plant, all that sort of stuff. And it was just our thing. We did that every night after I got out of school or just in the morning before I started school or before I was in school. Anyway, it was one late November. I got off the school bus and my mom said, oh, Neville, come quick. We must have a quick look at this. It's absolutely beautiful. And out we went. And in back of the house, against the side of the house, was a little jolly jumper, which is like a, a small pansy, that was in bloom. Now, we'd already had snow and frost and all that sort of stuff, and this little flower was in bloom. And it only had three petals on it. It's supposed to have five. It only had three petals left on it because the other ones had been sort of frozen off or chewed off. Or, anyway, they were gone. And I thought, uh-oh, Mom's starting to go. So I said to her, I said, Mom, honey, it's only got three petals, dear. I said, it's not, it's not a full flower. She said, you know... She said, Devil, you must look at those petals and see how beautiful they are because not all of us have all our petals. And she said, I'd like to think one day I'll probably not have all mine. But she said, I'd like to think that I'm still important and still beautiful. And I've never forgotten that because that's so true. Now, fast forward another quick story. When COVID started, I phoned my mom and I said, Mom, I said, what are we going to do? I said, this is terrible. I said, I've lost so much business, tens of thousands of dollars. And I said, I just don't know what we're going to do. It's, ter it's awful. And she said, Neville, you must look for the good, like I've always told you. Look for the good. She said, the bad is easy to find. Always easy to find. So look for the good. She said, I'll tell you a quick little story. She said, you know, I grew up during the Depression, she said, and lived through World War II, the death of both my parents, immigrating to another country, losing my husband, and, of course, the horrible fashion of the 80s. So she said, I know to look for the good. And she said, one of the times... She said, I remember it well. I was in the army in London, and the air raid sirens went off, and we had to run and get down into the tubes as fast as we could. 
she said, I stopped very briefly and had a look at a little duck, a couple of ducks in the, in the pond. She said, they were so beautiful. She was splashing about and having a good time. She said, and, and at my feet were some little English daisies blooming. And she said, I took those, those memories, those thoughts, those pictures in my head down into the underground with me. And I sat for probably two or three hours, I suppose. But she said, I just thought of the good that, that was there and it will be there again. And that's what we have to do, you know? And, you know, she's got, she had so many stories, like that, so many wonderful stories about how, um, how we should find the good and see the good and always experience and embrace the good around us because there's always good around us. And like my mom says, continue being ever mindful of the needs of others. Take care, honey. All the best. For many listeners today, Mother's Day might be about remembering rather than celebrating. But even though she may no longer be here, a mother's influence lasts a lifetime. The biggest thing, I think, is the memory of her tucking me in at night and kissing me every night. That, that the intimacy of that warmth of her uh, coming down into my face underneath those cold sheets because we just got into bed and it was always cold. That is a lasting memory. But the memories that last is the love. The love and, the, and, and you know, her brokenness, her gentleness, her, her fragility, but always the courage and the fortitude, always the strength that even when she was hurt, she did it in silence and she never ever let us lead her. I just want to say to all of you who still have your moms, I envy you so much and give them a real big super duper hug from me this Mother's Day because that's, you're doing what I would love to be doing. When we were 14, mom was diagnosed with cancer um, and then it was a really quick period. It was like five weeks or something um, and she passed away super suddenly. She was a force, she was a nurse, you know, she she dedicated her life to serving other people and helping other people. Um, she was one of those people that like was just so memorable and I feel like people felt her presence when when she arrived. She made people feel like they were almost like bigger than themselves. And she was yeah. so friggin' unfiltered, it's funny, it's funny. And we yeah. would do things like, like on Halloween, like our Uncle David was obsessed with Halloween and, and like the Joneses, man, they were nuts. They'd like take <laughs> pumpkins to the grave on Halloween and like after like midnight, like when all the trick-or-treaters had gone home and they'd, they'd, they'd come back and the next morning, the pumpkins would still be lit. Like there's no way you can get away with that stuff now. But when mom died, I remember like, it was like the first year we were like, we're gonna carry this tradition on because basically that was like a tradition about grief and like basically showcasing the importance of grief. And when she died, we were able to kind of learn from that. Thanks so much to everyone who shared a little bit about the mothers and maternal figures in their lives. And I'll also send out tons of gratitude to the moms out there who are being celebrated. It's a job that comes complete with challenges, frustrations, and heartbreaks, but it's all worth it for the love. I can't imagine a role that is more fulfilling, rewarding, or life-changing, or enriching 
I'm fortunate to still have my mom here on the planet, and at 87, she shows no signs of slowing down. In fact, she's still mothering everyone around her. Want some squares? Just ask. Big shout out to my three fabulous offspring who made me a mother. That's it for this week's special edition. Tune in next week for more love from the Canadian Love Map. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map. This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.